What? What? Can you hear that weird noise? Is that like really loud? I mean, you have to deal with it if it is. <laughs> I don't hear I a weird don't noise. Care. I don't hear a weird noise. Okay, good. No weird noises. Not even that one time. I mean, that was that one time. Do you out. hear a weird noise? I do. Well, yeah, I hear... you're, you're talking. <laughs> Suctiony air. Hurtful. Okay, so you can you can hear my fan. I was wondering about that. Yeah. So you can hear the thing that's really loud. No, that's my my thing that I'm bitching about. There's like, because it's a million degrees, I have the salt <sighs> cooler on, and I got yeah. a window crack to pull the air down here. Not that it's really doing all that great of a job. Is the uh, swamp cooler in your swamp? <laughs> No. You know, your swamp. Yeah. Nope, I don't get that one. Your little swampy area. Try again. Your swampy area of your body that's swampy. If you could explain the joke. Between your left and right ball, (laughs) there's an area that is often spoken of as if it is the Everglades of Florida. It is swampy, but, and I'm pretty sure that there's some sort of drug right. smuggling going on down yeah, there. But if I had Did a I have, swamp cooler there, I'd I be cool. Really, yeah. really want to know uh, who has been referring to Steve's uh, taint in this fashion. Specifically, Everglades. Steve, nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> it's only that guy. <laughs> yes, yeah, so just this whole one thing. Guy. Like when people, people, a lot of people say, "Like the fuck are you, Fox News or that shit?" A lot of people say. Did you take a survey? I'm look. I, all I heard was that somebody saw a gator down there, and, and that was the end of that of that debate, whether or not that it was. was. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, that's an, that'd be. Boy, that'd be weird if you like wound up having somebody refer to your penis as the gator. The gator. Yeah, like well, I, like. I thought that is the problem for it. The problem is he keeps I'm putting time to get the gator. Yeah. <laughs> like, like 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 when it's when it's hard, does it also turn into luggage? It turns into a pair of boots yeah. and matching belt. Yeah, no kidding. It's, that's such a weird... Everything about that is weird. Everything about that is weird. I think the problem is that he keeps using snakeskin condoms, which are... That, that just makes it look like that much more of a reptile. Just, yeah, it's just on point. You can use, you can use lambskin. You could. Steve, but would I you don't. like to use lambskin? <laughs> I could. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. It's you, like somewhere out there, there's. I think there's probably got to be. I mean, eight billion people on the planet. There's got to be one person out there that enjoys condoms as part of a kink, a specific kink. I it's got to be out yeah. there, right? There's, dude. There's all sorts of shit out there. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm people saying. are weird, man. Do you want? Do you want to go look it up on the internet right now? Is that... I don't. No. What, what is it called? If I'm really into <laughs> condoms. <laughs> yeah. Condomphilia, you're like, like, like you're like safe sex, prophylactophilia. Yeah, I think that's gotta be it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you What are you into? Safe sex? Ooh, kinky. <laughs> oh, look at this guy. He's yeah, really doesn't scream danger. No, no, it doesn't scream danger at all. <laughs> Welcome to the Save versus Poison podcast. The podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever-maddening society. With your host, Will, and two guys that probably live under his stairs. If you're an addict, know an addict, or are just interested in exploring the outer mysteries of geekery, you're in the right place. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Welcome back, everybody, to Season 6, Episode 6. My name is Will. I am your host. 
of this save versus poison. Fantastic. Super duper. Very exciting, everybody. Just like freaking always. We got some great feedback from the last episode. If all of you uh, threw up in your mouths a little bit, then guess what? This was an interactive experience, and you felt the exact same way that Tiki felt when we talked about Steve's favorite snacks. Joining us tonight with the purchase of his new pet spider, Shelob, he is one step closer to his ultimate master plan coming to completion, which is having the aesthetic of a supervillain without any of the work ethic. He's our friend, Steve. Uh, you shouldn't lie to people like that. I uh, do not own a spider yet. <laughs> I'm just saying it would put you one step further on the path. I'm not saying that you if did do it. it. I'm just saying well, that yeah, you're I, going I to own say it. I did do it. I, th I, thought, I, thought it, I thought the way you phrased it, I thought it, Steve had... Yeah, haven't you know, got one gotten, yet. No, you're right. We should argue over my grandma. And you're making me feel inadequate. <laughs> you like, should, no, I, no. I feel like at this it's point in my life, I should <laughs> own a spider. And I don't. Yeah, I'm just saying I've, that like you have a master plan to become like aesthetically a villain... And really the buying cool. of the spider will be a part of it. Like you don't own. I don't know that it's a master plan, but I do feel like in some ways it is just working out that way. I mean, a little bit. You've got the mustache, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Things are just slowly moving. Yeah, yeah. more so, to me so, being a weird cartoon villain. A little bit. So, as, so as far as like origin stories go, you could have like you could have, when the spider eats your child. You like then it frees you from responsibility to go and do evil things, or you know, I don't know, work on it. But that's—I that's don't even it. think it's going to be that drastic. I think that he will have been denied the last donut with sprinkles on it, and that will be the thing that makes him decide to tear down society. I think it'll be something <laughs> that simple. But much like the reason that he becomes a supervillain, his actual like doing of things that are supervillainous will be really kind of low key. You know, like stealing the knobs off of everybody's. Uh, Stovetops. Kitchen, kitchen cabinets. Nope. Yeah, light, yeah. The light bulbs out of the refrigerator. Light bulb out of the refrigerator. That's another That's good right. one. That's yep. a really and when they go one. to get something in the middle of the night, can't see it. I can't see. And they got to turn Where on the light. Where are the pickles? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I they like, have to turn on yeah. the big lights. Uh, that was nice the way that you kind of, you know, summoned Nick Cage to help us bring that drama home. Oh, oh. Where are the oh. pickles? I only asked that because it might be important to the current situation. A-hole. You got to say a-hole at the end of that. A-hole. Yeah, you got to say a-hole. That's, that's Nick Cage. So, yeah, that's I, a good one. I caught I a like scene. I caught a scene from uh, uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I got to go watch that movie again because it's so freaking funny. It's, so the, it's the scene where Pedro Pascal and Nicolas Cage are like about to kill each other. And they're like going back and forth. Why would you want to kill me? Why would you want to kill me? Like... That scene yeah. is so good. It's such a great scene. It's such well, a good movie. That kind of mimics the, the, the other scene in the uh, in the cafe where they're sitting down and he's like, okay, we have to have like a conflict or like, you know, a chase. Like, let's pretend that those guys are following us. I mean, don't look at them. <laughs> but why are those guys following us? He's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> he's like the whole, that yep. whole psychosis yep. that just comes over them so, so quickly. It was like, this is amazing. That was so good. It was so good. It was so good. Um, also joining us tonight, since you already heard uh, his uh, dulcet tones, uh, in an effort mm. to create a new script based loosely on, but not at all informed by the hit Western film Tombstone, he came up with a totally original character. This Southern gentleman slash professional checkers player was also a former Old West orthodontist dying slowly from low-grade lupus. The character's name, 
Doc Sabbatical. <laughs> that innovator's name is our friend Tiki. Good evening, Tiki. How are you? Doc Sabbatical. Doc Sabbatical. You know wow. how hard it is to find a synonym or a, a synonym for holiday? There aren't no. any. There's no like real synonyms for holiday. Like you're saying you couldn't you didn't just type it into Google? I did. All of them were like <laughs> Doc Sabbatical was as close as it got. Right. Yeah, I was going to say time off or, uh, you know, it could have used an Doc, I'm sorry, too. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Doc time off would have been a much better name. Doc time away from work. Doc federal day off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Like, like, I don't know, like sick day. Doc sick day. I am. Doc, 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 sick. Doc PTO, but it's like spelled P E. <laughs> T-O-P-E-T-E-O-H. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to even spell that. But anyway, you can do that. Um, Yeah, no, it's a good one, though. I like that. You think the only thing you're really missing is is like this kid. He would also be like, because he plays checkers and everything else, he carries with his lethal 22, you know, (laughs) not Ruger, just a regular old 22 pistol. Oh, I squirt gun. Squirt gun. Derringer. <laughs> just just everything just a little bit off about the character just everything a little stupid but um yeah hey what's going mm-hmm. on how are you steve mm-hmm. how, how the heck are you what's going on buddy uh i'm tired yeah you sleepy buddy <laughs> uh yeah i feel like i still haven't caught up from this past weekend uh went and did some camping with the family oh that's never a good idea it, it's so much fun but you need a weekend from your weekend yeah yeah i, I mean if you're gonna go live like a hobo I feel like you need to come back and then have like a spa day. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was reading somewhere that there were a lot of hobos in the early 20th century. And they were just traveling America. It was like a really popular thing, especially when the Great Depression hit. And that's why FDR created polio. He was <laughs> what? Gonna... Yeah. That, yeah, that's it right there. He so was he like, listen, we got to make you guys limp. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make, well, I'm gonna make, like, every, like these guys are too transient. They're going, they're going all over the place. We need people they're to settle too down. Too transient. Yeah, but we, but getting a, but from a, town to town. But in a terrible <laughs> medical accident, FDR spilled some on himself, and he gave himself polio, <laughs> and that's how he wound up in a wheelchair. And, and that's how he got his supervillain arc started. <laughs> yeah. Well, in a terrible tragedy. I'll have polio. I guess <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Steve, did you get polio while you were camping? No, I did not get polio. No. I did get sick though. Yeah, Lyme disease. Yeah. No, nothing like that. I, Low I, grade just, I don't make the best um, food choices. And you ate uh, squirrel, didn't you? You ate. You went no, out and, just, and caught, you ate, caught a squirrel. You feral some bitch. I just ate a lot and a ridiculous amount of things. I had Ooh. like like a bunch of spicy stuff for like the two days prior and then like that night for dinner i had two bratwurst a hot dog two slices of pie oh my god dude like do you, like were you there and you were just like listen listen i'm camping i deserved the treat i just i just eat i just it's mm. in front of me and i eat uh, i think the plus side is is if you were if you had a hot dog that implies that you could have had some hot dog water to, you could have you could have yeah because yeah, every um, package of hot dogs comes with that little that little like half ounce that's down in the true, bottom. But I was, I was, I mean, not that it was like a real vacation, but I was pretty much in vacation mode, and I did not do a whole bunch. I pretty much sat there until the food was ready, and then I ate. Okay, okay. Can I ask you something? You know those old uh, most interesting man in the world Dosecki's commercial with hot dogs? Mm-hmm. Sure. No, do do just do you remember the commercial? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember his tagline? Uh, stay, stay thirsty. Stay thirsty. There it is. There it is. There it is. 
It's all I just just you and your and your hot dog water. And my hot dogs. I just stay cheers the hot dogs. Stay thirsty, my friends, and I <laughs> suck down some. So uh, <laughs> a baggie of a hot slurry dog water. Of, of of hot dog water. Do you, do you, like I could see yeah. you like taking like a mallet to a package of hot dogs and like really crushing it up while it's still in the package, and then just bloop like Capri Sun. Again, like I told you, if I'm doing this, I'm doing this like it's a cocktail shape. Yeah. Just do a that's blender. True. That's true. Just use a blender. Yeah, but then you get the plastic in there. That's but I can't, you know, you I can't that's you shake put it and smile like, like the, like the bartenders the do. The... What, kind of, what kind of protein shakes do you make, man? Apparently not hot dog ones. I don't know. Throw whatever the plastic they do. in with it. They tear up my insides, mm, I'll tell you that. Uh, no, just treat your hot dogs like a Capri Sun. All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> problem solved uh good friend of the show bo thank you so much bo the picture that you sent that i uploaded to the discord server um it, it really did show steve the depths of the disgustingness of uh <laughs> of his little habit there so uh mm. we would like to we'd like to thank bo for for spreading the gospel of uh of shotgunning a can of of Vienna sauce. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> so um, I'm glad you had fun camping. I'm sorry that you're a little bit tired. I mean, it is it is Tuesday, and if you didn't get uh, good sleep Sunday and you didn't have a restful day Monday, that uh, that does make sense. That can happen. I suggest, since you're not an addict, uh, cocaine. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. That's uh, a solution. Who drug tests anymore? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I know. It's a little bit off brand for this podcast, but it's there and I got I got to throw it out there. I got to throw it out there. Tiki, how the hell are you? Solution. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not swimming in hot dog water, but I'm doing pretty good. 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 Hey, uh, I like that that's the the definition. I was you know what I would just I would actually just say <laughs> to our uh, our listeners, just go back to last week's. Just listen to that. This week's not going to be anything compared to that. <clears throat> it's not. Like we we got we got really positive feedback about last week's episode, which of course just put us all in our heads. We're like, oh fuck, it's not going to be as funny as that. Then, son of a bitch. I, I was. We'll have fifteen minutes of uninterrupted silence starting now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean things are things were right. Still watching uh, some bad movies here and there. Still surprise, playing hunt. Surprise. Yeah, the the hunt thing. Um. Uh. It was, uh, I don't know, it was fun to have Russ hop into the stream, um, and then uh, he abandoned us to hang out with you instead. Yeah, um, he did. When we could have just gotten everybody into a rotation, that would have been fine too. Um, but the uh, the latest event has been a lot of fun. I've been enjoying the crap out of it. We've, uh, we've gotten more than halfway through um, the progress for it, and uh, I like these events that give you the the longevity for the individual characters. That's um, that, that, that makes playing bumper cars feel a little bit less stingy uh when uh when the bumper car finally goes kaput so yeah no it's, so, yeah. it's been really fun i've been enjoying that um other than that just work stuff and then just trying to keep my apartment cool which is difficult without ac but um we'll see how it plays out wow they have apartments without ac around here this 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 particular apartment wasn't exactly built to code gotcha gotcha okay I actually really what I saw so what I wanted to do is I was going to buy an AC unit uh-huh. and uh, I told my landlady that I was going to buy one. I was hoping to be able to negotiate with her on the price. You know, if I if I buy it, then can I take some of that out of the rent or whatever? Mm-hmm. She got furious, pissed, and was like, "You can't put an AC unit in there." 
the what? you know the circuit won't handle it and i'm like that's that's just not true that's I, not how that works the guy the guy even though this place wasn't built to code the guy upstairs who my neighbor who died he was an hvac mm-hmm. uh, guy and i talked to him about it and he was like oh yeah so he's like these things he's like they'll, they'll handle the they'll handle the load just fine of course they will the yeah. ac units aren't that don't don't require that much power these days anyway and i was like okay cool i mean so, how many things are you powering at once right now <laughs> well, I mean, there's my replica, uh, um, you know, David Hasselhoff penis. Oh, uh, wow. That's going to move around a lot. Does it uh, it's got a, it's sing? A, it's, got a, it's, like, it's got a life of its own. No, there's just speakers that play. You've got to reach uh, out, take hold of my hand. There's the one. Well, no, it doesn't say. It doesn't use those lyrics specifically. It doesn't use the similar. Baywatch theme. If I was no, it a doesn't, David Hasselhoff it, penis, I would sing nothing but Baywatch. No, it just doesn't say take hold of my hand. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, but but it does do the, the the other problem is is that is and this is my one complaint and I I posted on the boards about this which was. That it sings a lot in German, and German's just like, it's not a very sexual language. You it, know, depends for on, it, that depends on your kinks, man. It, oh, really? That's We're going to start kink-shaming. Okay. I'm not kink-shaming. I'm, I'm saying that you're not right being now. inclusive of enough kinks. You're right. I am generalizing. That's... Okay, all right. Yes. But anyway, say that I'm I? kink-shaming, oh, yeah. if I'm trying to open the doors up to more so, anger in so again, sex this, lives. This goes... But, but, yeah, but anyway... I'm not going to explain the joke any further. But anyway, but the point being, <laughs> point no, being that David Hasselhoff, I, I know I've gone too far with this. Now I'm going to keep on digging the hole. You I shut know, your hole. I, no, I know. I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, so I don't going. want to now. No, you don't want to it's anymore? Just that, no, what would it, you it, shake it, instead of its hand? It's, you wouldn't. What, would you, what do you think? The other cool thing is it does have a little like black car that it, you drive that it drives around in. But <laughs> Yeah, Knight Rider being a totally different Dang, type Knight of Rider uh, being part vehicle. Of it too. <laughs> well, Knight Rider, that that particular piece is actually just all four wheels were vibrated at a certain free, you know. No, that's for, it's, it's not for. You know, <laughs> You're welcome. This is this is a very inclusive kind of like replica, okay? Knight Rider, the stick shift seems a little bit familiar. Hey, <laughs> all of you know, no. Knight Rider was an automatic. It was great. Oh, was it? I don't know. That that's it had to be. Otherwise, you'd have to show the 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 clutch going down every time kit did anything that's the like so here's a problem that i have with uh, a lot of uh, a lot of actors is they'll play multiple different roles in multiple different things by the time that i recognized who the voice of kit was he was already mr feeney in boy meets world so i would like go back and watch night ride i'm like what where's where's so ben wait, wait, savage wait, wait. where's uh, ben savage so your problem is that actors have multiple jobs yeah i don't like it i want you to stop having <laughs> yeah. multiple you get one role you that's get one it. role make or... it make it fucking count all right i know that right, they can't all be schindler's list and uh there will be blood well, uh so so make your fucking dare roles you count, be in right? anything else <laughs> I'm we'll sa- tell you, what, you're you know how hard really... it is to make it in the podcast space when i've got actual celebrities that i have to compete with so Damn you, Mark Hamill, and all you your can. voices. I'm saying. <laughs> Mark Hamill's got nothing on uh, the guy who voiced Megatron in the Transformers cartoon. That dude is fucking prolific. He's got like 100 or plus credits on just the voice act- acting characters alone. <clears throat> not even talking. Not even talking about like voice actors. I'm talking yeah. about. Well, we were talking like, about voice actors. I'm. T- I know. I'm, well, with Mr. so Fiend. so we moved into voice actors. Well, but the whole know, thing is like I my, sure my that- wife's favorite two podcasts are 
Smartless, which are like Jason Bateman and Will Arnett. And the other one is... Say this one. Uh, say this one. Say this one? <laughs> it's not this one. It's not us. I swear to... I feel like you should... Baby, I know, I know that you love me. I know that you love me. But I know that this is your third favorite podcast. I know it. All right. Top three. All right. Top three. <laughs> Top three. She listens to 2.5 a week. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, uh, the other one is Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Zach Braff and uh, Donald Faison, both of which are loaded chock-a-block with celebrities, like on a regular, you can't compete with that. Well, I mean, it's, I feel like it's a lot easier if you are a celebrity. (laughs) No, it is. If we were celebrities, we'd probably have celebrities on here. That's probably very true. Let's be entirely true. If you really wanted to compete with a celebrity and you got to choose which one. For me, I'd probably go Steven Seagal. You would compete with him? Uh, for anything. Anything how, at all. You... Except for maybe Aikido. But you know what? It's just... <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, I feel like so our two podcast things. is more yeah. popular than Steven Seagal's podcast. Yes. I don't and... know about that. I feel like there's a lot of people that would tune in just out of morbid curiosity. And they would stick around just for the memes. Does he have a podcast? I don't know. I don't but think so. That would, that would require some degree of work. I'm going to assume that he doesn't and that we're ahead of him. I'm sorry, some work. Like, sitting in a chair, barely grumbling past his uh, double chin and goatee. Yeah, you're right. Talking about all of the hours he's put in. I believe in his last two movies, he's had at least a fight scene in each one. His To the two most recent. In a chair? Where where he sat down for the entire fight scene. Where he was sitting in a chair. (laughs) Yes. Like, Like, it's just so awful. I mean, that's just product placement, all right? I bet you. I bet you they flash the name of the chair and where you can buy it on Amazon on the they, screen. They didn't. They didn't. That's a shame. No, I really think that it was like Steven Seagal's like, "All right, I'm gonna walk into this room and I'm gonna sit down here and then you like attack me." Like this <laughs> yeah. like, uh, really? I mean, it, I just it, I don't think anyone's gonna take it seriously. He's like, "Oh yeah, it'll look good. It'll look really good. I'll make it look good." <laughs> I love the idea of like the scriptwriter starting to like just subtly put in little things like like steven's in the chair and then the person he has to fight is comes into the room and the person looks at him and goes aren't you gonna get out of the chair and steven's like no no i don't i'm not going to come on I did. i've been working with chairs for like ten thousand years <laughs> i've been sitting i've been sitting in chairs my entire life yeah. <laughs> i could see yeah. that happening i could see that there's happening. uh yeah it's see so it's so god it's so it's so lazy it's so um, and I wish I wish that that was like one of those things where we could like point to it and be like, aha, that's a writer or somebody screwing with Steven Seagal. But the reality is, is that they kind of like come up with a general storyboard and then Steven Seagal modifies it to his will. And then they write a script based upon what Steven wants. And then he modifies that, too. Well, that's probably because he can't remember what he originally modified it to. Yeah, there are definitely some scenes where you can see, like, you're like, dude, there's a, there's, there's, like, somebody was like, we don't need postcards of your lines written yet. And Stevens goes, like, it's cool. I totally got it memorized. I've been reading words for like <laughs> 60 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's... Oh, all right. Well, <clears throat> all right, let's move forward. Yeah, no, Steven Seagal is, is low hanging fruit, but. Yeah. Speaking of low-hanging fruit, uh, my name is Will, and I'm an alcoholic. My name is Tiki, and I'm an alcoholic. My name is Steve. I'm not an alcoholic, but was recently asked if I were a Beauty and the Beast inanimate object come to life, what would I be? Uh, I chose the 
cell phone box that you forgot to throw away. <laughs> uh, what are you guys going to be? Oh, man. You're, oh. My knife block. Nobody will fuck with me then. You're going to have knives put into you all day long. <laughs> yeah. Like and taken out of me. And taken out of you, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, don't make it sound like that. I'm made out of wood. It's like, it's, you're, you're, Do you like, scream like, every time a knife goes back into you, though? Is your did, natural enemy beavers? Did, did the candlestick guy scream every time he lit his hands on fire? <laughs> no. permanently on fire? Yeah. Well, no, I, no, because he, he actually does this one thing where, like, he blows on his right hand and it poofs his, the fire out of the top of his head. What I would I be? Remember. So you'd be a knife block. Steve. I'm just looking at it right now, so it was the easy choice. So, Steve, you'd be something that would be easily thrown away. But you just don't. But you're, you're anthropomorphic, just... so you're able to talk. Yeah. You you're just like, away. why haven't I gotten rid of you? And and I'm still there. <sighs> I, don't, I, I don't know. What would I be? That's a good question. That is a good question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... So, so somebody, in answering this question, because it was a question that went around at work... Uh, Maybe a toaster so that do. I could like fling toast into people's faces, and that would be well. Kind of fun. Somebody was oh. like, "I'll be a vibrator," and I was like, mm, "Keep in mind, this is the Beast's castle." Yeah, that's true. Uh, you are Beast vibrator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not Bell's vibrator. You're not Bell's. You're she, she showed up vibrator. after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Careful what you pick. <laughs> Every time he talks, somebody around him is like, "Dude, breathment." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, what would I be? I don't know. I th- come back to me. All right. <laughs> you're, really, like, you're really having a good struggle with this one, dude. This is, yeah. I... Uh, no, I'm struggling. Uh, this is, yeah. this is a, what would I want to be? I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't even know if it's what you want to be. It's just what would you be? I, well, like, yeah. I feel like I have some part of the editorial process here where I can, you know, I can... I can say yay or nay to certain things. Yeah. Another know. really good answer was a taxidermied raccoon. And at first I was like, ah, ah, you're cheating. But then I realized, no, you're stuck to like a board. Like like your feet are stuck to a board. Yeah. So you kind of kind of like army man around. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> are you on, on you, are you on all fours or are you on two? I or? like the idea that like three of the feet are, are stuck to this board. <laughs> you know what? You know what I like? Um, I like the idea of the person that said they would be a, like a taxidermy record, but like they're like in like, like a vest and cravat and they're, they're really, really fancy, like yeah, real you, fancy, like you, monocle, you, like, like you're not sure if this is the monopoly raccoon. Well, no, I mean, I mean it should be a monopoly raccoon. There should be. You don't talk about everything. Yep. You don't have to attach a taxidermied raccoon to a, a board. You can make. A you don't have to, but 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 it was. <laughs> it oh, didn't okay. have to be, but it it like said three feet yeah. stuck to this board. Because yeah, okay, that's, that's rather specific, but okay. Yeah, I don't know what I, I don't know that I have an answer for this one. Chair, couch, no. Protein powder. Protein powder. A container of protein powder. Just a container of protein powder. (laughs) You think the beast has that? I just, uh, I mean, he is the beast, all right? I mean, he had a cell phone box, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That he just would not throw away. He just can't part with it. Can I ask you something? As a cell phone box, do you give out, like, pearls of wisdom that are also instructions to using a cell phone? (laughs) No, but I definitely do have the 
the other earbud pieces that you're oh, never going to yeah. use. Yeah, like the uh, the 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 smaller and larger. Yeah, but you uh, keep it because you might need them one day. You might need, even though you know, as far as as far as the earbud things, there's a definitely a Goldilocks uh, type of those where this one's too small, this one's too big. <laughs> This one. Also, I'm definitely ear. from an outdated phone. Like this isn't like the last phone you got. This is like this is like your yeah, your Nokia. This is your 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 Razer flip Motorola Razer one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny. All right. Just useless. All right. Cheers. Um nothing to report in sobriety. Everything's going okay. I don't have haven't had anything major in terms of cravings in the last week um it's been like it's just been too much of a week like my wife uh got a job offer from uh, a new company i interviewed for a job last week and that was i i think that went okay i'm waiting to hear back i did a procedure over the weekend uh like it Alcohol's just become kind of background noise, so much so that it's actually starting to become difficult to really focus in on trying to figure specific things to talk about on a on an evening to evening basis. I almost feel like I probably need to start interacting with other people that are struggling more than you or I are, Tiki. Like I, I just like this doesn't it doesn't feel particularly satisfying to be like oh we're a sobriety and gaming podcast it's like nah we're more like a bullshitting with my two friends and talking about gaming podcast where we also are like you know open to the idea of talking about sobriety a little bit because it's been a little while since we tackled anything that was kind of hard hitting or uh even you know even intimately uh important as far as talking about something sobriety related like you've talked a little bit about you know um, dealing with feeling frustrated with, you know, being able to see your kids and stuff. And that's, that's me- definitely mental health, which is adjacent, but it isn't specific to, to sobriety. And it feels like every single week we're just like, okay, yep, things are okay. Um, and then here's something that might feel a little bit esoteric as far as talking about, uh, sobriety is concerned. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's where I'm, I mean, that's where I'm at. Everything's going okay. Um, you know, I'm still doing everything that I need to be doing. We're still doing the normal array of content creation that, um, that I'm supposed to be doing as in service to my sobriety. So, you know, that, that is still going forward, but, but yeah. So Tiki, how are you, man? Well, you know, I'm still breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Those little things going for me. Um, not really. I don't have much of an update in the uh, the sobriety front. I I do have a friend that's having a she's having a really rough go of it right now. She's experienced a, a pretty bad trauma with uh, who knew actually her brother's uh, sobriety or lack thereof. Yeah. And uh, he was teetering on the edge, and she went out and saw him and helped kind of nurse him back. Spent like a week, you know, getting him back on track. Uh-huh. But it's left her. I I believe left her rather scared rather terrified and she's having like kind of these anxiety attacks like for him yeah i think i think she's i think that ultimately she saw i think there was a moment that she saw that how close things came to like her brother kind of like going down these like this very self-destructive path Mm -hmm. um and this depression and that it just kind of hit home for her sure that you know that, that kind of mortality um so so it's 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 a bit of a bummer and i'm Trying to be as helpful as I as I can, um, but uh, 
we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's it's like it's 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 the whenever I talk to him, like I, I say, you know, you should probably talk to a therapist. Like, I mean, talking to me is is great and all because I'm I'm yeah. a pretty amazing person. <laughs> but uh, you really need a therapist. You need somebody who's like educated in these in this field. Somebody who can like you know hopefully uh, prescribe something to get you through this ordeal and help you out but you have some things you need to work through yeah in addition and to the talking yeah yeah there's the you know we go she and i go back and forth and i'm like you know if you talk to your brother and she's like no it would just devastate him and he's in such a like she thinks that he's like this delicate flower right now and i'm like if it was me and i found out like a sibling of mine or a really close friend of mine had been suffering and they basically kept it covered up kept it hidden inside you know, for any, any amount of time, especially knowing that I could have done something or, or just even been there to listen and help. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, I would, I would be pretty upset with my, with my, uh, with my friends, uh, or my friend about that. Uh, the, the whole, like not including me in that, you know, I can do something. And, and I think that's kind of like where I get a little bit puzzled by her, um, her, the discussions that we have mm-hmm. and her resistance to like go to therapy. And I'm like, this is like, you know, like, if you're struggling this bad, you know, as you say, you really, I had to go to therapy. I mean, hell, it wasn't, you know, I had to have a therapist. I've got a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a brag that I had two, you know, I just wanted to overdo it. That's all. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <clears throat> I just didn't trust the first one. I just, I'm sorry, there, there's a meme, there's a meme out there, um, that, uh, it's, it's the Willy Wonka meme where the top caption is, so you say there's a pill that'll cure, uh, addiction. And the second part of the meme underneath says, I wonder what taking two of them will do. <laughs> that's that's kind of what that reminded me (laughs) one therapist i wonder what two would do yeah yeah no i mean it was i just i don't know i I, my psychiatrist isn't um he's the he's actually the guy who just kind of runs my meds and does my blood work and all that Mm -hmm. and checks all those levels and you know you know we just kind of keep each other informed of what's going on but having an actual therapist was like having somebody i could talk to and you know but but, yeah i mean it's more of a joke than anything else that you know I didn't. I, I. I'm an overachiever. That's why I did that. Sure. Sure. Although it would be weird to think about, like, well, no, I talked to the one guy, and then I was like, okay, that's his advice, and then I went and I got another, like, like, like that same week. Yeah. All right. Let's see what you have to say now. Um. So no, it's not not related to my addiction, not related to my direct struggles, but relating to um a friend of mine and her, um her uh. What, what, what her brother has been through recently, mm-hmm. uh, his depression, his alcoholism, or alcohol abuse at least, um, and coming through that. And even though he came through it on the other side and he's all right now, her kind of secondarily, she's actually experienced some serious trauma. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just, it's, 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 it's tough, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's very difficult to, um, and I'm sure that, that, that you guys are both aware of this too. And we have plenty of friends who would say the same things to us, but it, it's difficult to sit on the sidelines and watch, you know, and watch something like that. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree yeah. with that. You know I mean? If, it, if your car breaks down, I can at least get out and push. I can do something helpful right now. All I can do is kind of sit on my hands and, and listen. And I hope that that's, I hope that's enough. Yeah. I mean, like, <clears throat> It goes back to that question that, that you would ask somebody if they, if you were talking to somebody that needed to, you know, start working on sobriety, but you didn't know how to approach them. 
you know, is this working for you? I think that's the best way to, to start, you know, kind of planting the seed of, is this working for me? Like, I don't, it's, how do you, I don't, I think we've, I've read some, I think I read something a while ago about how interventions don't work long-term because they're always external pressure on somebody to make a change to behavior that they're not internally ready to necessarily engage with appropriately. So, you know, sort of planting seeds that cast doubt on current behavior, I think it really might be the, the, the kind of appropriate way to get somebody to affect change in, in, in their lives. And if, if like, if she's not willing to engage with that kind of, uh, thing with, with that sort of, you know, almost, almost hands-off kind of, kind of, um, kind of guidance, I guess I, I would call it. Um, then yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what you can do other than sit on your hands. I don't know. Oh, it's, it's, it sucks. It's it, you know so you know it's really weird is and this is I'm just gonna tie one last thing to all of this, which sure. is uh, you just quoted my words back to me, mm-hmm. which is so weird because I know when you said that I was like, who said that? Like, yeah, this that sounds mean? really good. <laughs> like it's, yeah, but and, 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 excellent that, advice. <laughs> okay, and when and when you did that, it went totally against the grain of 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 the way that I perceive myself in the world that nobody talks about me nobody, <laughs> like like when i'm not, like i said something and then it just floats off into the ether maybe it was funny maybe it wasn't hey whatever but having it come back it's like oh shit somebody actually memorized something i said dude wow. i thought that was so <laughs> profoundly insightful because you know it, it totally works inside of my thought that sobriety has got to be something that's that's self-motivated there can be external motivators but at the end of the day the person that decides to get sober that decides to get themselves to a place where they want to be in recovery, that person has to have an internal motivator, has to have a, a an impetus that that is generated natively. You can't have somebody force that. Like every single time somebody's tried to force me to do something that they wanted me to do, I always had this... Uh, I would always rail against it, even if I knew it was the right thing to do, even if I knew that I was in trouble, that I had something about um, the way that I was behaving that was problematic. Even knowing that intellectually, there was always a disconnect between the way that I thought and the way that I felt. And if I don't have the way that I feel pointed in a specific direction first, no matter what you say, no matter what my higher mind might, you know, try to convince me of, you know, I, I know who I know where where I'm piloted from, and it's it's from a predominantly feelings based place that then goes and looks for justifications for the actions that I do, uh, post hoc. And I think a lot of people are that way. And if they were honest with themselves, they'd be able to look at themselves and say, "Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'd probably make most of my decisions based on sort of intuitive, emotional." Um, thought processes and then try to find something post hoc to justify it. Um, so when you said, does this work for you? When you said that that was how you engage with people that are not ready uh, to be in recovery yet, I thought it was great because it puts the onus of answering that question back on them. And even if they don't answer you honestly, um, at a certain point in time, I think that it digs in like, a, you know, like a seed with a thorn uh, and, and just kind of potentially stays there 
um, especially if you can reinforce it over time by asking the question over and over and over again. So, or if it can come from multiple different sources. So, yeah. 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 That's the, that was the, yeah. For those, for those listeners who don't remember, that was the, what my ex-wife had said to me. Mm-hmm. And then that's what it was the catalyst for me to stop drinking the first time. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing listening to, I don't know, even listening to her talking, it's like, it's, he's like, Oh, well, so-and-so is back drinking and this and that. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if anybody that's had like, success the first time through. <laughs> <laughs> I think I stopped. I think I quit drinking. I think I'm on, I think this is my current, like sixth or seventh attempt, maybe even further than that. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's, it's, it's not like you, you go to, it's not like you really do any, much of anything. It's just, it's very difficult to think that you could try once and then it's, it's, you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that was, so that's, that's, I mean, uh, back to the, the, the whole thing and, and kind of wrapping everything up into a, into a bunch of bubble wrap. Um, that's been the, um, that's been, that's been something that I've just been, like I said, I've been on the sidelines of, mm-hmm. and it's been a little bit, um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's challenging. It, yeah. it really is, but it's, it's not, again, it's not my direct problem, but it is a problem that, that I'm, I'm having to kind of sit on the sidelines and, 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 and kind of like wait somebody out on. So, yeah. All right. That's me though. Gotcha. Steve, do you have anything you want to share tonight? No, I'm good, man. Cool. Well, you made it easy then. All right, so generally, I think that for the things that we have responsibilities for, I think that we tackle those things pretty appropriately as adults, the three of us. Tiki, you've got a good job. Steve, you've got a good job that is difficult for you to perform just because of things like proximity and the amount of time spent away from family, but you do it and you're good at it. And you continue on a daily basis to make sure that you're dotting the or yeah dotting the i's crossing the t's. But when it comes to engaging in geeky pursuits, I find myself ridiculously lazy. Steve, I think that you probably find yourself pretty lazy as well. Tiki, I don't know if you think of yourself as being lazy when it comes to geeky pursuits. Oh yeah, pursuits. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Lazy. Okay. Okay. It wasn't something that you and I had ever talked about directly. Steve and I have talked about it directly, though. So the kind of the question that I had for the two of you tonight was, do you see value in engaging in in-person tabletop-style gaming the way that we did when we were in our teens, 20s, and some of us into our 30s, but now, because of time constraints or laziness or working too many hours or having to drive to work, too many hours like Steve does, you poor some bitch, uh, just don't have the energy or the impetus to get out of the house and go see some friends and try to put something together that is just for the sake of recreation and enjoying the company of like-minded uh, friends doing an activity that hopefully scratches some kind of creative, geeky itch. Steve, you first. Uh, so so the, the simple question is, do I see value in it? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, there is value in getting to go do those things. Is it easy to go do those things? Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> but, I mean, I... 
absolutely like anytime that we actually physically get to hang out and play whatever game it is. Yeah. I, I have tons of fun with it. Um, even just like, so a while back on my birthday, when, when, uh, me and Ryan, we went hung out a little bit for our, uh, mm-hmm. cause our birthdays are back to back. Oh, okay. I didn't know that about Ryan's birthday. Yeah. So we kind of share, share the birthday a little bit and we went and hung out and, um, we got to, we got to play some games. I mean, I haven't actually got to sit down and play magic, uh, in any sort of earnest way in God, a couple of years. I mean, <laughs> um, with, you know, pandemic and everything. Sure. Um, so it was really nice to, to get to do that. I mean, like honestly, before playing with Ryan, the last time that I had really played was, uh, when we played to work on that, that other project. That we yeah. Installed yeah. On. Well, um, I mean, <laughs> stalled for good reason i think yeah yeah. no i'm not not i'm not you know not throwing shade there no no i know you know it's it's stalled but it's you know there's there's reasonings well so but there's enough context around it that like this is not an instance where we're lazy this is an instance where it takes so much friggin' energy and of course like one of our one of the heads of the project is yeah i'm just saying that like that was the last time that i actually got to play that particular game gotcha um you know, uh, outside of that, I've gotten to play with, play, you know, some War Machine and stuff a handful of times with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, so when you ask, you know, because you kind of posed this question to us a little bit earlier, I started thinking about it, like, um, you know, just trying to to put it into to different sort of context, because uh, you, you worded it differently earlier, and I kind of forget how you worded it, but um, it made me think of, like, there's there is value in both right sometimes you we don't have that energy to go out there so playing something that's you know a little easier to just jump online for you guys hunt showdown right it's a little bit easier to just jump jump in and play play that for a little bit um so i mean yeah the original question was um uh Ease of play versus pursuing a more difficult meaningful experience in terms of the virtual slash video game style of gaming versus in-person traditional gaming and um what of those two like are there compelling reasons to get out and should they be compelling enough for us to be making the effort to or can we find enough enjoyment in the same kind of ways that we would with traditional gaming in virtual settings like Back in the day when we had Danny as part of the as part of the podcast, um, he hates playing tabletop role playing games on uh, like Zoom meetings. He hates like the the virtual tabletop stuff. But he'll play video games all fucking day and complain about getting together to play board games, which mimic video game style <laughs> systems. Whereas he will absolutely not play Zoom style tabletop role-playing games and wants to do that in person and i found that to be kind of an interesting juxtaposition i thought that was a really really interesting because like i love the board games that we have here uh and would love to play more of them but i also see that for a great many of them just throwing something up on steam is or on playstation is so much easier and since the computer does all of the back uh, you know, the, the behind the scenes stuff for you, 
it just makes for a gameplay experience that you don't have to do set up and tear down or read any of the rules for. You just have to learn how to play within the you know realm of whatever game you're playing. And usually there's a tutorial that is fun and engaging to be able to learn those systems. Sure. Well, I mean, I guess it just sort of depends on what you're looking for at any given time, right? Yeah. Like to me, I absolutely think that it, there is is reason to still physically get together uh and, and actually play play some of these things mm -hmm. um e even my philosophy behind magic the gathering right i don't play i very rarely play one-on-one -on -one formats anymore mm -hmm. uh i like the social aspect of it and i think you know i'll, I'll agree with, with with danny in that sense that like playing some of those games online like like doing an rpg through steam or whatever i i that felt excruciating to me. I hate that. <laughs> I'd much rather be there in person. It was right. so awkward to do those things over, you know, I, I tried to play magic a couple times over, over zoom. And, and, and uh, I think I tried once to do when Ryan was living in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. We tried to do deity once or something like that, but yeah, it's, it's awkward. It's just, it's not nearly as, as fun as, as to me as being there physically with, with, sure. you know, other, uh, with your yeah. friends, with, sure. with other people. Sure. It's 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 the it's the comparison of phone sex versus in person sex, right? Exactly. Um, uh, kind of. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean. Yeah. A little bit. There's a certain amount of intimacy and a certain amount of other aspects, imagination, things like that. You can still you can still throw into it over the phone, but actually being there physically with the other person, it's yeah. That's the way that I would I would just throw it out there. And if you don't like that, think about having sex with a rubber doll versus having sex with a real person and then that's you know it does it, you know maybe it gets the job done but it's not as much fun and if that doesn't work for you think about it as those stupid virtual happy hours versus actually going to the bar with your friends okay 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 that uh, that all right so that last one that actually feels like something that's more synonymous with what i'm talking about and i can't like now i can't i just i can't get over the idea of you with like a like a 1990s era style headset on while you're banging the shit out of a silicone girlfriend like i just hate that now that's in my head and i hope I that's know. in all of your heads listeners they, I don't know if they made him on a silicone back then. Well, I just you have the headset, oh, but just it's today yeah, it's 2023, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you okay. spent the 2K on the uh, Walkman. Got the Walkman <laughs> going. Two thousand dollar Walkman. Yeah, I mean that's some hipster would, shit, but yeah, you can do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it, it, it probably was really could have I could have bought it for like twenty bucks in the Goodwill, but I went ahead and I gave Goodwill two grand for it anyway. Probably, yeah, yeah. You're like, no, 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 no. You will take my, my money. For my fucking You will mustache. take my money. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's that's that's, uh, but, but that's the way that it is, right? Like, like I greatly appreciate, especially tabletop gaming. I really appreciate in person stuff. Yeah. Um. That is, there's something about the the gesticulations, the 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 the, the physical, like you can like pat somebody on the back, you can, the the different the different words you can see, look other people in the eye, all of that that is like really genuine. Uh, when it comes to like say gaming online, well then that I mean playing Hunt Showdown for instance, that could be a land game if I if if when I think about it, I don't have to be, you know I don't have to be on the other side of the continent for that. Sure, um, but if I am that's a great way to blow some you know kill some time sure. and kill some zombies but at the same time it's not it's not as much fun as say a land party in person or 
a actual in-person get together. Sure. Sure. So like uh, the, the kind of the comparison that I had for this, cause you know, um, unfortunately Russ lives in Seattle. That kind of, I mean, that sucks as far as like being able to hang out with them in, in a, you know, the more intimate friendly way that I would prefer to be able to do. Um, but I was thinking like, if we all lived here in Denver, how many of us, if I were to say, Hey, listen, I want to run a Deadlands campaign. Deadlands is a game that's set in the, um, in the weird West, which is kind of what hunt is. Although hunt is at the end of, uh, the 19th century instead of, uh, at the, in the middle of the, of the 19th century deadlands is, is set in like 1865 hunt is 30 years later. Um, so if I said, Hey, I want to run something that is that is, that is analogous to hunt in the deadlands setting. And I want to do it in person. Is that something that would be meaningful to the people that wanted to engage in a tabletop role-playing game? And if there was a night that like, for whatever reason, somebody was just feeling lazy enough and they were like, listen, can we just, can we just play hunt instead? Can we just do that instead? Is, is that something that, you know, could you see that happening? Do you think that you would choose one over the other? Cause I think that I would choose, you know, I don't even like running games and I would prefer to run a game for my friends in, in person than spend the entire night getting my, you yeah. know, shit kicked in by uh, other players uh, from you know <laughs> the start of the game. Some twelve-year-olds who fucked your mom. Who fucked my mom? She won't. They, you know they won't stop fucking my mom. They're all my dads. Um. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that night, and I I guess to me I I absolutely agree with you, and and to what even the way that Danny uh, uh, his preferences in terms of online versus board games versus in-person RPGs, and I think the I think the main difference is going to be that. If it comes down to a Deadlands type campaign, um, and and this is this is with any table uh, table you know uh, tabletop RPG, um, there's a lot more freedom and open worldiness to the game entirely than there is if you were to uh, if if you were to like lock yourself into say Hunt yeah. or like uh, uh, I don't know. Any number of other games, Borderlands. You're locked into a story. You can't sure. really go. You can't go laterally. You can only go forward and back. Sure. And and sure. I think that's the kind of the nice thing about the tabletop RPGs is there's a, there's a lot more freedom. There's a lot more in the joking too. The 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 fact that you can put things on hold for a few minutes while everybody tells you know dick jokes sure. or whatever. Yeah. Um. It, there's a there's a lot of I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would really compare the two. I think they're both forms of entertainment, but I. I, yeah, one of them is like, you know, hanging out by myself, uh, you know, and doing things alone. You know, like, 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 like you go, like, you go, like, I could watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3 if I really didn't want to watch it here at my place. Yeah. But it's like so much more fun to go to the theater with your friends and yeah, like yeah. spend the money and like, you know, the logistics of it are a bit of the pain, but I think you just see the big screen and everything else. It's, it's, it's that kind of difference. Like, being being able to be social is you know i think we as humans are social creatures uh, and, you know except for the weird introverts that are out there fuckers but, yep <laughs> we'll find all of them down one day though so anyway and then we'll adopt someday. them because we're extroverted and we like the audience they'll <laughs> <laughs> yes. just sit there and listen because they won't they're they're not gonna pipe up yeah not at all <laughs> no, you, so, you don't even have to tell them to sit down and stay there <laughs> so so yeah, so, yeah it's, we'll it's uh 
I think I think that we are though. I think that we're for the most part people like the the social in person connections. There's it, it it could be compared to like going into the office, like how how much of a difference work can be if you work with people you like and you want to go and see them all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, versus like me, I work remote and everybody I work with is all over the world and I yeah. don't have to you know, I don't have to be there in person with them if I if, if it doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. No, anyway, just just those are those are just my thoughts on that. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, sex with a rubber doll or, uh, you know, um, circle jerk, I guess. <laughs> um, I guess circle jerk? <laughs> with your friends? Rubber doll. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I feel you. like, I feel like you're, 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 you're gatekeeping by adding a sexual component here. <laughs> We're not going to be able <laughs> to get more than two of us <laughs> in the same place at the same time. And the person that you expect to show up isn't going to be the one that does, and you'll be like, "Huh? So you're into I, this?" And they'll I be like, in, I "Yep." Didn't invite. I didn't invite any of you guys. Yeah. To, and yet, and yet, Cinco will still be there. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'll be there too. Well, I'm not going to bother getting into it. But we have plenty <laughs> of friends. I have, I have one friend who will probably show up, and I can tell you that it'll probably be Bo. He will show up with those little Vienna sausages. You know, yep. just toss them at you. He'll like, walk in. It's, and an, w- it's an example, Tiny. It's an example. No, he'll walk in being like, I, "What? I brought gifts." <laughs> I'm like, I'm like the three wise men, except for uh, frankincense and myrrh, and now Vienna sausage, just pork, yeah. and chicken. Oh my god, we're just gonna crack that thing open and drink straight for. Oh. Wow. Gotta stay wow. hydrated. Staying hydrated, <laughs> wise deed. No, yes, yes. Okay, good. All right. Um, cheers. Well, that's all I got for tonight. Uh, Steve, do you have anything else you want to uh, to 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 toss in here? Uh, Any other thoughts you, on this? Did you decide what what inanimate object you're going to be? No, I still don't know. I still yeah, I'm not well, 100% no. sure. I don't know. Man, it's ah. Uh, I'm I'm like I'm literally going through everything upstairs in my house <laughs> thinking about what I maybe the vacuum? I don't know. I Then I'd have so much dog hair inside of me. That's never fun. Yeah. Nobody needs that much dog hair inside of them. Fuck, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a really, it's such, it's, I'm, I, you know what? I'll, I'll come back to you next week, all right? Come all back right. to you next week. So but, here's what I heard from next week. No, go homework. ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you got homework. Yeah, I got, I got fucking homework. I've never had homework for this, for this show. Never, ever, ever. It doesn't yeah, happen. Sure. The no, editing no, is a sure. joy. Um, uh, so what I'm hearing from this episode is, uh, I, we need to, we need to plan like doing some stuff in person because i feel like it's missing i feel like it's missing in a in a kind of substantial way and i think it'd be a lot of fun to 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 have that happen on some kind of semi-regular bait like you live not that far away you live not that far away we've got you know we do have Bo. we do have cinco we do have people that we could draw on that i know would probably be pretty interested in getting together and enjoying something like that and instead of sitting at home and looking at my Steam library, you know, every couple of days when the bug for a specific game has gone out of me, saying, you know what, I've got plans this week. The plans are going to be, you know, we're going to get together for a couple of hours on this night and we're going to enjoy playing some game. And hopefully, you know, people's schedules can work out. And if you make it a priority, it will be a priority. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for tonight. Seriously. That was it. Uh, real chill kind of evening little little come down moment from last week's delicious <laughs> delicious high so um so yeah steve any thoughts 
None. All right. Tiki, any thoughts? You know better than to ask me that question. That's a good point. You'll bring up something about the sex doll again. Uh, like every episode of the Save versus Poison podcast, except for last week, we like to bring up the mutual support groups that we hope you turn to in your time of need. Alcoholics Anonymous, aa.org, 212-870-3400. Moderation Management, moderation.org, 212-871-0974. Secular AA, that's aasecular.org. 323-693-1633, smartrecovery, smartrecovery.org, 440-951-5357, and Women for Sobriety, womenforsobriety.org, 215-536-8026. For those of you friends and family of addicts that need a little help in a group-type environment, there's Al-Anon Family Groups, that's al-anon.alateen.org, or 1-888-425-2666. From all of us here at Save vs. Poison Podcast, I'm Will. I'm Tiki. I'm Steve. And we wish you warm, creamy regards. Good night, everybody. You've just listened to another episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast. If you liked what you heard, please follow us, like, and subscribe on Twitter at VS underscore save, on Facebook at the Save vs. Poison podcast, and streaming live on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash SVP podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Stay safe, everyone.